0: No purchase necessary. Void work prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be the Lone Ranger, original air dates March 24th, 1947. The title is Chinaman's Chance.
5: Lone Ranger with his 14-year-old nephew, Dan Reed, and his Indian companion, Tonto, had visited a gulf port on the coast of Texas, leaving the port, the three rode westward until they approached the southwest border between Texas and Mexico. It was afternoon when they pitched camp a few miles inland from the gulf. As he and Tonto prepared to ride to a nearby town for supplies, the Lone Ranger spoke to Dan. We're going for a few supplies, Dan. Dan.
6: You'd better stay here and camp and rest a bit. You must be tired.
4: Oh, no, sir, I'm not tired. I've had a lot of fun on the trip.
6: <laughs> Dan's eyes get plenty big when him see warship in harbor.
4: Oh, golly, Tonno, that's the first warship I ever saw. <laughs> I'm glad I had the chance to see it.
6: I'm glad, too, Dan. Boys out in this territory rarely get the opportunity to see a ship like that. Only on rare occasions that one of them puts into the Gulf port. Well, ship plenty big, Kimosabi. Have plenty big masts.
4: Yes, and did you see those cannons? I'll bet they could shoot a pirate ship right out of the water.
6: Eddie Silver. That's right, Dan. Those guns are of the latest design and very effective.
4: I wish I could have gotten a closer look at the ship. Maybe if we hadn't hadn't had to leave so soon, I'd have had a chance.
6: We're down this way for a purpose, Dan. Time is valuable.
4: Uh, Who is it you're hunting for, sir? Easy
6: boy. There's a handbill I received at the port. This is a description and sketch of the man we hope to find.
4: Carlos Mendoza. Swarthy complexion, six feet three or four. Speaks with accent, weighs about 220 pounds. Uh,
6: him, pretty big man, Dan.
4: Yes, and he sure looks mean in his sketch. Golly, he's wanted for a lot of things, isn't he?
6: Yes, he's an outlaw who's wanted on both sides of the border. You read the rest of the handbill after we leave. We'll have to be on our way. Steady. Steady, boy. No, we not be long, Dan. Monsieur, help yeah, count.
5: After a short time in camp, Dan became restless, so mounting his horse Victor, he rode south a few miles until he came in sight of the rolling waters of a gulf. He reined up on a low bluff. Easy, Victor, ho by ho.
4: Golly, I can see for miles over the water.
5: Dan sat enthralled by the rolling waters of the gulf. To him, it was a sight seldom seen, and he never tired of watching the blue-green restless sea that stretched endlessly out over the far horizon. For a few minutes, the excited boy sat motionless on Victor, letting his imagination run wild as he remembered stories of the sea he had heard and read in the past. Then as his gaze wandered, following the coastline to the right, his eyes rested upon a sight that for a moment seemed unreal to him.
4: Steady, boy, steady. I guess you... Golly, Victor, I see a sailing ship out there. All the sails are furrowed. I guess it must be anchored. Gee, it's a big one, too. (laughs) Sometimes I think you know just what I say, Victor. If you could talk, I bet we... Wait, there's a small boat like a rowboat coming from the ship toward the shore. Seems to have a lot of men in it. We'll go down to the shore and see where they go. Come on, Victor.
5: As Dan started following the coastline, he didn't realize that distances are deceiving on the water, so that by the time he arrived at the point where he had expected the rowboat to land, he had ridden about three miles. As he rounded a curve of the shoreline, he saw the rowboat empty, drawn up on the beach. He stopped a short distance away.
4: Oh, oh, Victor, oh boy. Oh, golly, Victor, I wonder where all those men went. There isn't anyone in sight now. I think I'll go down and see what's oh, going... Plane, right Two men walking toward that rowboat. Steady, boy. <coughs> Better not let them see us. Down, Victor, down. Now, if they look this way, they won't notice us. There they go.
5: Dan, lying beside Victor, watched intently as the two men rowed away from the shore toward the anchored sailing vessel. His first reaction to conceal himself and Victor from the eyes of the two men had been instinctive due to the long training he had undergone with the Lone Ranger and Tonto. After the men had rowed quite a distance from shore,
4: Dan came to a decision. Victor, they came from behind that low bluff. I will ride down there and see what might have happened to all the others. Up, Victor. Easy, boy. Steady. Come on, boy. Ho, ho, Victor. Ho, boy, ho. Golly, there's where the boat landed. There's a lot of footprints in the sand going right along here. We'll follow them. Come, Victor. Gee, look, a cave. Big enough to ride into. Come on, fella. This is just like a long tunnel. We'll see where it goes. I'm sure those men came in here. Golly, Victor, it's beginning to get dark in here. Maybe I'd better... I t- can
7: see you very well, my young friend. Stop everywhere. Oh, Victor, hold oh, on. Uh, Snooper who comes riding into our cave is just a little kid, huh? Well uh, I'm not
4: snooping. I was Perhaps just... you
7: think to find a short way home through these caves, eh? Ah, here comes my friend Joe with a lighted torch. Now we shall have a good look one at the other, my little amigo. So it's just a button, eh, Carlos? See, but the danger's just as great, my friend. Carlos?
4: But, I bet you're Carlos Mendoza.
7: See? Don't I tell you? Even he recognizes me. That's not good. What are we gonna do with a little mutt, Carlos? Oh, Carlos will think of something. Get on, boy.
4: But I was You
7: hear Carlos say get down, you get it. no? Hey,
4: you let me go! Yeah.
7: Boy, she moved quick when Carlos said do something. If
4: you weren't so big and didn't have a gun, I'd well, shoot... Well,
7: listen to that, Joe, my friend. <laughs> this is not most funny from such a small one. He has what you call his spunk. You no? better let
4: me leave here. <laughs> if you know what's good for you.
7: He's a fresh button, if you ask me, Carlos. You know, Joe, such a one as this should be very, very good for sailing on your ship. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Come to think of it, the captain's been wanting a cabin boy. See, Maybe he could make one out of him. If you don't kill him first.
4: I don't want to be a cabin boy or anything else.
7: It's all right, Victor. You are going to go to the ship, my young friend, even... Hey, what are you doing? What's that paper you put there?
1: Get up, Victor, get up! Hey, Carlo, shoot that horse, quick! No, you
7: won't! You little devil, you spoiled my aim. Now, when the rowboat comes back, you go out to the capitán. By dawn, my little friend, you will sail as cabin boy to the other side of the world. Come on, we go wait for the boat to take you on. No,
1: no, you let me go. You
7: will go. And never will your friends ever find you again. So, uh. it's good. Now your ship, she has cabin boy, huh? <laughs>
0: it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer? A hand clapper? A high fiver? That's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
5: A short time later, the Lone Ranger and Tonto returned to their camp and found Dan gone. Dan kept restless. Him go for a ride,
6: Maybe. Yes, but I hope he hasn't gone far. This territory is strange to him, Toto. Well, Victor always knows where to find Camp Kimafabi. That's true, but being so close to the border, Dan might run into trouble. There are many more outlaws around here than there are farther north. Ah. But me not think Dan take chances. Him. Uh, here he to... comes now, Toto. Ah. Toto, Dan's not in the saddle. Something's happened. Ah. Look, Kimafabi. Paper hang from Saddlehorn. What is it? It's handbill that tell about Carlos Mendoza. That's Dan's way of telling us he's run into Mendoza. He's in trouble, Tonto. Ah, it's not good. Here, Silver. Come, Scout. We'll follow Victor's back trail. Set him in a big shot. Come, on. uh, one, Silver. Come, Scout.
5: Tracking on Victor's trail, the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode at a fast pace. Though little was said during the ride, Tonto knew that the Lone Ranger was extremely worried about his young nephew, Dan Reed. The worry was all the greater because of the knowledge that Dan had evidently been taken captive by the ruthless outlaw, Carlos Mendoza. Finally, the two men arrived on the beach near the cave, which Dan had discovered. There they drew rein. Look, Tonto. Sailing vessel anchored a short way from
6: shore. Ah. It look plenty dirty, Kimasabe. It's a strange looking ship, but... Otto, Victor's acting strangely. Look, the tracks go toward that opening in the bluff. Come on, Silver. Up, Scott. Up, scott. Oh, Silver. Oh, oh, scott, oh, fella. Oh, fella. What we do now, Kimasabe? We'll melt and explore that cave, Toto. If Dan went. Wait a minute. Look out there. Ah. Boat coming from the ship, it like. Yes, a rowboat. Seems to contain two men. I don't think they've seen us yet. They'll ride into the cave and wait there until they land. Come on, Silver. Victor, get him up, Scout. Oh, Victor. Oh, Scout. Oh, here. Right. Right. Easy, big I will have the advantage of them, Tonto. They come to this cave, we'll be in the dark. they will be a perfect target in the opening. Ah. Me see many footprints coming into cave in Kimasabi. Yes, I noticed them too. They seem to have come from the water's edge. That rowboat out there... They'll be landing in a moment. Ah. You think maybe them know about Dan? We'll soon find out. He called to a man named Carlos... Hmm. That may be Carlos Mendoza. I'm sure of it. They're walking this way.
3: Hey, that kid.
7: That would be one of you with Yeah. It <laughs> like a wildcat. He keeps him going on board. <laughs> hey, Captain, we'll take that out of him. They're
6: talking about Dan. They've taken him nice. aboard the ship.
7: Oh, so, so we wait a minute. What's the matter? It's not for nothing I've learned to read sign, my friend. Three horses, they go in the cave since we leave. Get your guns ready. Somebody's come for the kids. Come on. <coughs> horse, they are waiting. Gun them down, Joe. Gun them. This is
3: it, Tunnel. <laughs>
5: to continue our story. The lone ranger and Tonto had hidden just inside the entrance to the cave taking the three horses with them when they saw a rowboat approaching the shore. As Carlos and his companion walked toward the entrance to the cave Carlos noticed the horse's tracks then one of the horses whinnied which was a signal for them to open fire into the cave entrance. Ah, shoot me! We give up! We give up! Come on Tonto. Come uh-huh. There, that white
1: horse.
7: That's the one the kid had. Oh, it's outlaw who shoot Carlos. It's better perhaps we get together for it. Come to
6: terms. Don't, sir, Don't fool yourself. I'm not an outlaw. What have you done with that boy?
7: Maybe you've got us dead to rights, Masked Man. But that button's where you can't get him. He's out on board the ship, and it'll be sailing with the tide. That's not good. What we do, Kimasabe.
6: First, we'll tie these two and put them in the cave. And I'll think of something to do. Let's hurry, Tunnel. Come here, you. Take it,
3: you it.
5: After securely tying uh, Carlos and Joe and leaving them in the cave, the lone ranger and Tonto went outside to discuss the situation. Otto, I'm going to disguise myself as Carlos and then get aboard that ship.
6: Are you not able to fight crew ship alone, Kimusabi? I don't intend to. You ride to the port and contact the captain of that warship we saw there. Tell him what we found out from Carlos about that sailing vessel out there. Tell him they must get here in time to prevent that ship from sailing. Ah,
7: Hurry, Tonto. Hurry. Every minute, Carlos.
5: Darkness had fallen... On board the sailing vessel, the captain approached a member of the crew who stood at the rail.
3: Where's there, you lazy landlubber! What are you doing at the rail when we have work to be done? Well,
1: Captain, sir, I just come to the rail, sir. I hear the rowboat coming towards the ship, sir. And don't stand
3: there straight in your eyes. You're ready to help aboard. my
7: eyes sir. Ahoy there! Keep ahoy. Carlos is ready to come aboard, Ma. Come aboard, then. It's about time ladder, Carlos. Grab it. I got him. I'm holding up it steady. Come aboard. Such ladders are contraptions of the devil, no?
3: I'm aboard. Stop your chatter. Where's Joe? Why didn't he come aboard with you?
6: Joe is watching for to catch
3: someone who come to hunt for boy, I think. Look here, Carlos. If we get into trouble because of that kid you brought aboard, I'll throw you in an and dump you at sea.
6: Carlos, take the blame if trouble she comes, Capitan. Yeah.
3: What's got into you? You sound different. Hey, you! Bring that lantern here.
1: Hi, I see.
3: No mistake in that ugly face, you is, Carlos. <laughs> All right, take that light back,
6: there. So, Capitan, you satisfied Carlos has not become the devil in disguise, perhaps, huh?
3: You and your funny talky. We got to get some more of our cargo ashore before midnight. The tide will be full, then. We'll be set and sail. Gee, Senor Capitan. Uh, you have locked boy up without trouble, yes? <laughs> that kid's still raising a ruckus. Got him locked in my cabin for the time being. Carlos
6: will make him to think right about matters, Senor Capitan. Well, come on. See what you can do. do. See.
3: Only, uh, don't knock him around too much. I expect to put him to work as soon as we sail.
6: Oh, I shall be most careful to handle the boy most
3: gently, Senor Capitan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll bet you will. Come along. Eh? Hey. Lock the door for you. I've noticed these door. Such a heavy one, huh? You're right about that, Carlos. The captain at sea has to be ready for anything. In case of mutiny, for instance, my cabin be almost as good as a fort if worst came to worst. One inside. Yeah, hey, well. well. <laughs> hey, boy, he sleep on the bunk over there. I uh, guess he's a bit wore out. I had to clad him around a bit. So remember to take it easy, Carlo. I will remember, Senor Capitan. Now reach and be quiet. Boy, bless me for a blooming landlubber.
6: What do you mean to this?
3: Put on a gun on the captain of a ship is mutinied. You'll find out what this means. Dan, Dan.
6: What? Don't ask questions. Quick, close and bolt the door. Yes,
5: sir.
3: You wait, Carlo.
6: That's right. Get some rope, Dan. We'll tie this sea seagoing bully to his bunk. Yes,
4: sir. Here's the length of rope. I think this will be enough. Bring it here. Hurry. You'll never get
6: off this ship alive. I'll take that chance. Give me your neckerchief, Dan. Use it for a gag.
4: Yes, sir. Here it is. Get
6: over to that bunk, you. This will take care of you and keep you out of the way for the time being. I'll have both
4: in. That does it.
6: I'm
4: glad you got here, but I knew you would.
6: Thanks, Dan. Did you find out anything since you've been
4: aboard? Oh, yes, sir. A lot. Tell me. The ship is carrying Chinamen bring them here, then take them through that tunnel on shore. It opens into a valley about a mile inshore. Go on, tell me more. The cook on board is Chinese. He told me he's afraid.
6: Are there any more aboard now?
4: Yes, below deck. He said they're kept in chains and there's a door opens in the side of the hold. But looks like they might get caught. They open that door and push those men right into the sea. The chains dragged them under. I've heard of such practices. There,
6: that takes care of the captain. Dan, stay in this cabin. I'm going on deck, but I'll lock you in. No matter what happens, don't be frightened. I won't, sir. I won't leave this ship without you. Remember what I told you then? Where's the captain? I have Joe's leave, senor capitan. He don't feel so good.
1: Well, i better get the first mate.
6: See, si, senor. I go with you. Say you're a capitan, say for Carlos to tell first mate what to do.
1: It's a good thing it's bright moonlight. We got to get more of them fellas ashore before sailing time. Come on. Who's that?
6: What do you want? This is Carlos. The capitan asked for me to bring orders to you.
1: Come on, then. Carlos
6: is the captain sick See, si, he's a very sick man.
1: What's the message he gave you for me?
6: While moon she's bright, uh, Senor Capitan he say take all boats, all the rest of Chinese men take them ashore.
1: Oh, I don't like to send so many ashore at once. Mm,
6: Senor Capitan he be most angry. At all you. right,
1: all right, but I thought we were supposed to unload some of them at another point. <laughs>
6: It is not for us to question Senor Capitan's change of mind, no? Oh, come on,
1: we'll get started. Gee. I'll be glad to get rid of that bunch anyway. We'll have them all ashore within an half an hour. Step lightly
3: there, you blow. Get those. Guns.
5: During the next half hour, small boats plied their way between the ship and the shore, carrying load after load of the human cargo. When the last boat returned to the ship, the first mate approached the lone ranger, who was still disguised as Carlos Mendoza.
1: Carlos, we got them all ashore. They're spread out along the beach waiting to be taken through the cave. you better get ashore now and do something about it.
6: Si, senor, I shall go
1: directly. but hey, I Mr. Halsey, sir! Mr. Halsey, there's something funny! When I was ashore, I got curious about the cave. So I went in for a look. I discovered Carlos and Joe tied up. They're coming up over the side now, sir. Carlos? But... And this mighty ain't Carlos Mendoza at all. We'll find out right away what kind... What's that? Chip sighting on port side? Here, keep this landlubber cover till I have a look. Here's my gun. Sure, uh, sir. Uh, and the cutover in the moonlight looks like a man of war. All hands on deck! All hands on deck. It is a man of war. That's the only who'll He make up. He
6: make up for it to look like me. I got away with it, too, Mendoza. see about that, senor.
7: Weigh anchor?
1: Some of you scum hoist the sails. The rest of your men the guns for a running fight. Mr. Hortense, somebody cut most of the sail ropes. Must have done it while we were taking the critters ashore. Blast it all, you
6: did that. Right. There's no running away for you low-down, rotten traitors and human cargo. Gun
1: him down, Carlos, and see. toss him overboard. We haven't
6: time to waste on the. Get out of here! on oh, my way. Where you can't... Hit. Take it! Fire the guns, men! Fire the guns! Fire. Come on,
1: there! Got
6: to get Dan. Come on, Dan, quick! What's happening? The American warship, the one we saw yesterday. We've got to get off this ship before it's blown to smithereens. Come on. Uh, Come back and I'll shoot. Jump, Dan. Be right there with you. Yes, sir. Hope we make it. Dan, where are you? I'm here. Come along, kind of me, Dan. You get tired, I'll see if you get through. Now, come on.
5: The naval battle didn't last long, and after reaching the shore safely, Dan and the Lone Ranger, who had been joined by Tonto, stood watching as the big American warship moved in alongside the sailing vessel. They could hear the cries of surrender as the sailors went aboard. It was almost an hour later when a small boat from the warship reached the shore and a naval officer stepped out. The Lone Ranger, who had removed the disguise and put on his mask, went forward with his friends to meet the officer. Oh, Silver oh, oh,
6: Victor oh, Well, we meet again, Captain Meadows. Yes,
1: and thanks to you, sir, our mission has been successful. Your strategy prevented them from setting sail, and it saved the lives of the human cargo they carried. (laughs) You should walk the decks of a man of war, sir. (laughs) I'm more at home in a saddle, Captain. We've captured the captain and crew. They'll be the prisoners of the Navy. The outlaw, Carlos Mendoza... Be sent back to the army colonel at the port. Uh, what about
6: the Chinese they were smuggling, sir? There's quite a crowd of them down the beach.
1: I'll send an escort ashore to take them to the proper authorities at Point Isabel. See? Washington shall hear of this, sir. Yesterday, the colonel insisted upon keeping your identity a secret, but if you'll tell oh, me. Oh,
6: thank you, Captain, but it's best that way. It'll be fully easy.
1: Good luck, sir, and goodbye.
6: One let's count! Oh, done!
1: There goes a brave and a modest man. I wish I knew who he is. Beg pardon, sir,
7: but my home is in Texas. I know who he is, sir. Well, then speak up, sailor. Who is he? In Texas, sir. We all know him only as the Lone Ranger.